your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Sola. All right, welcome. Good afternoon. Happy Oktoberfest. Governor Tony Evers calling in just a minute. We're going to go to him. He was just at the Oktoberfest grounds proclaiming today Wisconsin Craft Brewery Day. Just did that 15 minutes ago. And then I sprinted down 2nd Street to come in here and start putting some of that together. I got the video up if you want to read or listen to his proclamation. The video is on our Wisdom Facebook page. Should be on our wisdomnews.com website. A little story with that. Governor's going to call in at any minute now. We're going to go to him live from whatever vehicle he is in. Because I'm sure he's got to get to a big screen TV to watch the Packer game. We'll ask him about that and about the Brewer game. Probably just ask him sports and beer questions. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. If you guys want to call in, text in, I would I would imagine. You can text in whatever you want. If you want to call in, probably wait till after the governor calls. Brewers earlier today won 5-3 to three over the Reds, creeping in on... Creeping in on the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. But right now, Governor Tony Evers. Governor Tony Evers on the phone. Hello, Governor. Hey, Rick. How's it going today? I'm good. First time talking to you here. Thanks Thanks for calling in. You bet. My pleasure. Beautiful uh, day in lacrosse, as, as always. Every day is. <laughs> Governor Evers, uh, Brad Williams is kind of a, he's kind of got a, a funky memory where he remembers everything and like things yeah, I, that happen I, on every I, date. And yes, yes. According to Brad Williams, no governor since the 1960s has been to Lacrosse's Oktoberfest. How do you feel about that? Wow, <laughs> I'm amazed. Why wouldn't they? Well, first of all, I think it's uh, it's about time someone, one of the governors, did. I'm glad I was the one to do that. Absolutely, yeah. I, I've known Brad for a long time. He his memory is extraordinary. So if if he says it's so, it's so. Right. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty awesome. Uh, now you you just you just did this minutes ago. Can you can you talk about? Have you been touring the state and doing this in other cities as well? Well, we're we're wrapping up the uh, this is craft uh, uh, brewery day, and uh, we Lieutenant Governor Barnes and uh, some of the folks from the Wisconsin Economic Development Corporation. But I think about seven or eight uh, breweries and craft breweries in Wisconsin, and I was able to come to Lacrosse and wrap it up with a lot of the craft brewers that were. Uh, that are at the tour fest grounds and it was just a blast a lot of good people i think it's a a really growing industry yeah i feel like lacrosse might be on competing with madison for being the heart of craft brewery beer in in wisconsin yeah absolutely lacrosse in in the area too it's just it's it's extraordinary and you know it's a two billion dollar industry now i mean who would have guessed uh and but you know they do good things, and uh, you know they buy locally. They, we, we, we as a state have to make sure the water is clean for them to use. And but uh, it's the, the people they they work with uh, as far as buying products are almost all from Wisconsin too. So it's a, it's a win win for everybody. Yeah, I don't think anyone's surprised that it's a two billion dollar industry for people in Wisconsin. Nobody, no Wisconsinites are surprised by that. <laughs> that is true. That's true. No, it's a, it's a good thing. It's good. It's good for the state and it's good for lacrosse. It's, uh, it's a great city. As it's just good to be back. Uh, my wife and I spent uh, almost ten years in Toma, and uh, coming to lacrosse was like uh, a date night for us. 
Awesome. Uh, I think the dying question everyone wants to know, are you a light beer guy, a dark beer guy? What's your go-to beer? Well, I, I'm primarily, when I do drink beer, it's primarily light. I like to have some kind of light beer, and there's no there's no go-to. It's just any type of light beer. Okay. Um, now you weren't in Lacro- you weren't there very long. I know you're you're a busy man. Is the point of getting in and out so quickly so you can get back to watch the Packer game on a big screen TV instead of like a state trooper car uh, laptop? <laughs> no, actually, I have another event in in uh, uh, just outside of Madison. They're actually having a uh, a fest of uh, it's like a um, a farm fest, uh, farmy. It's like a farmed. The OXF is for Wisconsin, and there's going to be about 20,000 people uh, supporting their agriculture industry in Wisconsin and raising raising money for a farm family. So that's what I'll be doing uh, tonight. And uh, I don't know if I'll see any of the Packer game, unfortunately. But, you know, if they get 20,000 people uh, coming out to support our family farmers uh, on a Packer night, that tells you how important we believe it is. Yeah, and I think maybe they'll throw a big screen TV up there somewhere. Um, last question. Now, do you... Do, do, are you more of a Brewers guy because the Brewers played and won this afternoon, or are you more of a Packers guy? Oh, my gosh, don't put that on me. But I, <laughs> I will tell you, I, I can't tell you how excited I am about the Brewers. Let's just put it that way. I've been a baseball fan my entire life. But, you know, I was born and raised in Wisconsin, so Packer, Bucks, Brewers, uh, you name it, it's good. But the Brewers are on an unbelievable roll here. You know, they've set records for the month of September, so – we're counting on them uh, to, you know, finish it out in a good way and maybe take the division. Do you think you can be a, you'll be at a playoff game if they're at home? Oh, I wish I, I wish that was true. I'm doubting doubt my schedule a lot, but uh, I, I have this thing that I call cell phone. I can actually watch. Uh, I don't watch it, but I follow the score, so it, that's better than nothing. But been to a couple of games this year, but I'm a huge Brewer fan. But Packers and Bucks too. All right, but, thanks. Thank you. I know you're busy, Mister uh, Mister Governor. Thanks for calling in. All right, take care. All right, thanks. Governor Tony Evers calling in. Brad, you're in here. I know you were listening. There's no mic here, so if you want to talk. (laughs) Go get the mic. It's over there. (laughs) Oh, Brad's Brad's got an update for me. Update. Uh, We may be talking a little more this hour about the decision made on the new police chief. Oh, okay. Sean Kudron. Oh, we've we've announced the police chief. It has been announced this afternoon. Okay. Well, maybe we'll bring you back, and can you come back after the I, I can come back week? in a little later, and uh, uh, we may want to talk to some other people, too. Oh, will he, call, will he answer I, the phone? Uh, we'll see if this <laughs> the, the mystery guest answers the phone. <laughs> if you guys are watching on Facebook Live, me and Brad are sharing a microphone right now. It's great. Uh, we're going to hit news right now. We're going to go. <laughs> it's uh, we're going to go to a news break, and uh, man, all kinds of stuff happening. And all I want to do is talk about the Packer game tonight. No, I'm just kidding. We'll do that tomorrow on Sports Friday. All right, news break. Back. Maybe we'll talk to Brad. Maybe we'll get uh, someone with the police on the phone. Uh, maybe uh, Mayor Cabot call. No, he won't call. I, I, I already got the governor. I don't have to go to Mayor Cabot. Uh, 608-785-7914, The Better Hearing Center. Talking text line. We'll be back. Check your texts if you got calls. If you guys want to give me a live update, I am getting a live up update also from Craft Brewery Day from my friend Todd, who's with Island Brewing. I think that's right. I'm going to look it up. Now I forget. There's a couple of this. There's so many brewers. Uh, all right. We'll be back in a minute on Wisdom. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. On the phone. We're just going, we're going from one thing right to the other. On the phone right now, Police and Fire Commission's Doug Happel. I guess you're the head of the Police and Fire Commission, right, Doug? Actually, I'm the vice chair. Vice chair, sorry. Uh, maybe next time. 
We'll get you up. I mean, well, that's that's why I get to answer all the media questions. If, if I was if I was the chair, I could delegate that. Yeah, you're like Bo Ryan. He never goes. He never <laughs> talked to the press. He let his assistant do that. All right. Can you talk? So you had uh, three finalists out of the original twelve to uh, yes. apply for the police chief job in Lacrosse, and t- just talk to me about why you you've decided to go with Sean Kudron. Well. I- let, let me say first, Rick, that uh, it was not an easy decision. Uh, it was unanimous on the part of the commission, but it was not easy because uh, Sean, Dan Close, Jason Melby, all three captains in the department, just did an excellent job, and it was it was really tough narrowing it down. Uh, it, we could have gone with any one of the three. We just felt that uh, Sean's... Uh, resume, the letters of uh, recommendation that he had, and very frankly, although everyone did probably uh, at least an A in answering the interview questions, Sean might have been just leaning a little closer to an A+. plus. So uh, this, is, this is one of those, you might be able to throw a football pretty well, but if you were up against Aaron Rodgers, he, he might get picked to be quarterback. Yeah, I was just going to say, did you put Sean through some like physical tests, these three guys, to see who can like run the mile the <laughs> we, fastest? We probably should have. <laughs> it could be one more thing. We need the chief to be you know, like the most fit guy in the police, police force to set an example. Well, I think all three of these, uh, these, and to me, they're young. All three of these young men <laughs> would be able to do that. Yeah. Do you know how old Sean is off the top of your head? I, I, you know, it's a question you can't ask. I'm, I'm suspecting early to mid forties, but uh, okay. that's that's a question we're not really allowed to know. Oh, okay. I'll get I'll I'll get him on the phone one of these days. And when when will it, when will he be official? Is he officially the police chief now? Well, is that how I, that goes? You, we and, and I've been out of the house now since uh, I spoke with the mayor, personnel director, and Sean maybe shortly after noon. But uh, we're hopeful that we can set a police and fire commission meeting very early next week. It'll, of course, it'll be posted. Uh, but uh, Monday or Tuesday, the issue we've been running into is is you have to have a 24-hour notice of things, and uh, you got five commission members and a mayor who all have varying schedules. Mm-hmm. You're in Oktoberfest. So, so trying to find a time that fits. I know that uh, they, meaning the, the staff, were aiming at early next week, Monday or Tuesday. Doug, uh, I know where they're all public meeting. Doug, I know obviously where they're all going to be. Public vote, and at some, at the specific date, uh, I have not heard back yet, but there will be a specific date. And then somewhere in the very near future after that, there would be a swearing-in ceremony because the city clerk, Terry Lerke, needs to conduct that. Doug, I know where they're all going to be in tw- in, in over a little over 24 hours. Can you guess? Yes. Yeah, yeah. In a little over 24 hours, they're probably going to be watching the streets downtown. Yeah, yeah they'll, be all, they'll be all be at the Maple Leaf Parade. What better time to have a ceremony? Bring the blue baby and everybody. Well, I, I might go with everything but the blue baby. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> now, again, I'll just ask you. You know, what, you know, you, you you mentioned all three candidates were were really impressive. Uh, just talk a little bit about the things that Sean has done that set him apart from the other guys, and that just really impressed you. You know, I'm I'm going to I'm going to be cautious answering that because I don't want to take down the absolute excellence of uh, Captains Close and Melby. Uh, but Sean does have uh, a very broad breadth of experience in the department. Uh, if, if you would have seen some of the letters of recommendation, I, I, won't, I won't give in to names, but uh, there was one recommendation uh, from the Wisconsin uh, 
uh, Department of Justice, uh, where they've been trying to get him to be a special agent for the state. I mean, that kind of gives you an idea. He's, he's done so many things. Uh, we don't have it anymore, but he did the Mounted Patrol. He does the investigation investigative bureau that we have. Uh, he has uh, worked with the schools. He just really has a broad, and not that the other two gentlemen did not. It's this, this again. This is one of those where uh, you can't go wrong, and so you're just trying to do the best that you can. Um, now, I, I, it slipped my mind. Is there five of you on the Police and Fire Commission? Yes. Okay, there's five of you. You came to a consensus, a unanimous decision. What yes. was that difficult to, to do? Were there were there some people on the fence or leaning one way or the other? You know, how long did I, it take? I, I won't get into that, but uh, we obviously we. Made a point, and and the mayor. Although the mayor didn't, was did not by statute allowed to have a vote, uh, we as the day-to-day supervisor of both police and fire, he needs to participate. So we all had a discussion, and we basically, as you always do, you weigh uh, the positives and everything, and there really were not any negatives. And so we were looking at uh, the most positive and who we thought might perhaps take an excellent department even even further. Uh, what was the process like? How many times did you bring the, bring these guys in? Did you bring Sean in? And, and I guess did you, as a fi- as a group of five, did you talk to him in an interview like settings? Did you go one on one with him? It was an interview. Each each of the uh, captains in this for the interviews uh, Tuesday of this week uh, were in talking with the commission for an hour. We had a set list of questions uh, that, and they were identical for every every candidate that they had to answer. They had an opportunity to ask us questions. Uh, we had kept open the option of a second interview, but all three did so well that wasn't necessary. And none of these uh, captains were strangers to the commission. Uh, in, in every case, the commission has promoted them <laughs> to the position of captain. So so these were not in any stretch of the imagination strangers. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. You've you've interviewed these guys before, you kind of known you you've yeah, hired them yeah, before. They, so. Every every single one of them uh, has worked their way up uh through the ranks uh, uh essentially from patrolman uh, patrol officer up to being a captain and uh, uh along the way and and they they have to sit before the commission in order to be promoted. Now, uh, d- d- you said each of you, as the police and fire commission, individually talked to these guys for about an hour. No, I'm uh, commission co- as a group talked to them. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, they, each one was sitting in front of the full commission for an hour. I'm looking at you know the news release here from you guys, and I'm I, you know there's a big paragraph of the things that Sean has done. Sean Kudron named lacrosse police chief. You guys want to know what we're yeah, talking about? Yeah. I'm talking with Doug Happel here on the police and fire commission. Now, there's a big list of all the things he's promoted, he's been doing this and that. We'll get into that in a minute. But for you, what was the thing, you know, was there one thing like, wow, I, you know, that it's it's on his timeline of, of things that he's done in his past with the police, what things stood out for you? In, in, in every case, rather than picking out the, uh, one thing, in every case, it was his really his ability to communicate and, his, and, in, and all of those things. And again, you've got an advantage on me because I have not seen the actual press release. I knew it was coming out after the personnel director and the mayor and, and Sean talked to me. And I, there's a quote in there, I think, from me, which, which I gave. But uh, it was really the 
communication and the leadership and so in all of these areas that you're looking at, and I'm sure it's the resume that I looked at on Tuesday. Yep. But uh, of all of those things that were on there, he, he invariably uh, was accepted as a leader in many cases, was accepted as a leader, even though he might not have been officially the leader. Okay. Um, and, and what's he like to talk to? What's, what's Sean like? Is it just a guy? Like when you talk to him, what's, what's he like as a person? Very, very normal, very, very personable. I was uh, actually telling, and again, I've known all of these people over the years. Uh, Dan's father was an extremely respected sergeant on the force. Jason Melby was a student of mine when I was principal at Logan. Uh, Sean has been with the department for a long time, but I was referencing to him uh, earlier today uh, that I remembered back when he had the mounted patrol and I think uh, it was down at Riverfest, I believe. And I had some of the grandchildren who were probably, probably three, four, five, six years old at the time, seven years maybe. And they were so impressed uh, after they talked to Sean and he had his horse there. And they, they said, well, isn't he something? Well, of course, the mayor then said, uh, who, the horse or Sean? But I think I think the kids were talking about Sean. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, Doug, there uh do you hold it against Sean at all that he went over the river to uh, get his criminal, his bachelor degree in criminal justice at Winona State instead of Wisconsin school? As long as, long as I don't catch him uh, cheering for the Vikings, he's okay. Okay, and he did come back to get his uh, his master's <laughs> at Platteville, so that's good, right? You know, you bring up a good point there, though, is, is, uh, which which could go beyond Sean. Uh, people probably don't realize the large number of police officers in La Crosse who have uh, advanced degrees, and many, many of them are in criminal justice. I mean, these 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 are very well educated and dedicated people. And as as we said, these three are kind of the tip of the iceberg. We really do have an excellent force. All right, I think uh, I think I bugged you enough, Doug. It sounds like you're busy and you got things to do. So thanks a lot for for talking to me about this. Yeah, you're very welcome, Rick. Yeah, All right, bye now. Bye. That's Doug Happel, the assistant VP of the uh, La Crosse Police and Fire Commission. He might not be VP. I don't know exactly, but he's not the top. He's the second guy that has to talk to the media. Uh, again, the Police and Fire Commission named Captain Sean Kudron as the next City of La Crosse Police Chief. If you guys know Sean and you want to text in, you want to call in and talk about him, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. All right, we're going to take a, a break. We're going to get Scott's comment and news in here, and we'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to the Crosstalk PM. Lots going on, including Governor Evers down at the Oktoberfest grounds earlier today, proclaiming today Wisconsin Craft Brewery Day. This is what that sounded like, a little bit of it. Now, therefore, I, Tony Evers, governor of the state of Wisconsin, do hereby proclaim September 26, 2019, as Wisconsin Craft Brewery Day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Mr. Governor. I'm going to have you give this to our Festmaster right here, Dr. Terry Cowgill. You can watch this on the Wisdom Facebook page. These people are got a lot of work and a lot of events to do today, and and at a time like this, We'd like to do a nine pros, so we're going to give it to Governor you. Evers. Now. Surrounded by. Well, thank you very much, Governor. Funny dressed people. Uh, let's, you guys ready? Nine pros at time. Let's do it one more time. I'm frozen. I'm frozen. Didn't be the night. I'm frozen. 
Could have probably just played the last part, right? Like that's the only part we all we all like the Ziggy Zoggy thing, right? 608-785-7914. Other than that, Lacrosse Police and Fire Commission announced just a little bit ago. Of course they do it during Oktoberfest. That Sean Kudron, captain of the Lacrosse Police Chief, is being promoted. Captain at the Lacrosse Police Department is being promoted to Chief of Police. A uh, little bio here, the press release. A uh, little bio on Kudron, uh, and I'll just, I'll just, if you guys want to call or text in on on any of this stuff, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Also planned on reviewing Rambo: Last Blood that I saw the other night. You guys, if you guys want to call and, and review that movie with me, what a great movie. Forgot to ask Governor Evers about it. I did warn him I might ask him, but I didn't get to it. Uh, so, Lacrosse Police Chief, newly announced Lacrosse Police Chief Sean Kudron, began in law enforcement in 1998 as an officer at Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, the police station there, the police department there, I should say. Uh, in 2000, he was hired by Lacrosse Police, the Lacrosse police Station. Uh, served as a patrolman, a dare officer, and a school resource officer when he first got to lacrosse. In 2006, he was appointed as an investigator, then promoted to sergeant in investigative bureau in the investigative bureau. In 2010, he was promoted to lieutenant of investigation. 2011, promoted to captain. While captain, he served in the investigative field service bureau. Also served on the emergency response team and mounted patrol unit. Got his criminal justice degree at Winona State. Doug Happel, who called earlier to tell us about it on the Police and Fire Commission, said they didn't hold that against him, that he went across the river to Minnesota to get a bachelor's degree. He did come back to Wisconsin, got his master's degree in criminal justice from the University of Wisconsin-Platteville. So he, otherwise, he probably wouldn't have gotten hired. Sean Kudron, new lacrosse police chief. Doug Happel said... Not sure when they'll announce it. He has to uh, first give a 24-hour notice to you know, the media, the citizens, so that they know when, I guess, the ceremony would be. But he also said it's kind of hard to get all the people that are involved in this to have that time off, the mayor and, and whoever else needs to be uh, at this ceremony or swearing in. I guess maybe that's what they're... That's what they would do. And I mentioned to Doug Habble, I know where everyone's going to be in just over 24 hours. We could have the ceremony right there in front of the blue baby. Everyone can just go down a couple of blocks from the Maple Leaf Parade, right? Stand next to the blue baby. The Lacrosse Police Department loves the blue baby. If you check out their Facebook page, they've got the blue baby dressed up. And what is it? Lederhosen? Is that what that's called? I always forget. Uh, they got the blue baby dressed up in Lederhosen, not literally. That would be awesome, though. Like lacrosse, please get on that. Get some giant leader hose in and put it actually on the lacrosse uh, on the blue baby down there, in front of the city hall and the police department, or behind. I guess I don't know if it's the front or the back of the building there. If you guys haven't seen the blue baby, wander over there when you're watching the Maple Leaf Parade because I know you're all watching the Maple Leaf Parade. Though I guess the parade's probably like seven miles long, right? So it might be a, quite a trek for some of you. Uh, but yeah, that would be that would be funny. To A, have the ceremony for Sean Kudron, named lacrosse police chief, in front of the Blue Baby, and also have the Blue Baby dressed in leaderhose. 
608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talking text line. We did have the governor on the beginning of the show. You should be able to listen to that after the show. I'll put the podcast up. You go to wisdomnews.com, just click on podcast. It'll be up there. Governor was in and out of lacrosse at the Oktoberfest grounds. They're doing it right now, craft brewery day or night, I guess, down at the fest grounds. I believe that started right now for the general public. There was a VIP for people, VIP people. What do you call them? Very important people. Earlier, about an hour, they got to taste everything before everyone else. Uh, the governor showed up for that. Read his proclamation, which you could see on the Wisdom Facebook page. Played a little piece of that. Uh, he did slip up at one point, which was kind of funny, and he, and he just laughed at himself for misreading uh, as a person who reads from time to time over the air live. I could feel for him. He did a great job, though, just kind of laughing and and uh, going back and didn't miss a beat. Uh, trying to get my friend Todd Wieden, Wiedenhoff to call in with Skull Skeleton Crew Brew. He's also uh, the owner of Lost Island Wine. They're not selling wine down there today, though. I told him to, told him to call in. This is the time, Todd. They might be pretty busy. It's him and his wife. They didn't bring any other help, so I'm sure at this point... <laughs> I'm sure at this point that maybe it's kind of crazy down there at the Oktoberfest grounds. If anyone's down there or headed down there or was period was just down there now, text in. I don't. F- I feel like you're probably not listening to the show while you're down there, though. Although they should just have it playing, right? 608-785-7914. Better Hearing Center talking text line. Just looking at, just reading some text here. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back. Maybe we'll talk about Rambo a little bit. Rambo, last blood. Right here on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. I'm your host, Rick Solom. On the phone with me from Lost Island Wine and, wait for it, Skeleton Crew Brew, Todd Wiedenhoff. Is that how I say your last name, Todd? I never said it before. My own. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, that is correct. I was just thinking, like, wow, I've never said your last name out loud before. I have no idea. <laughs> All right. It's very German, so it's very fitting for the event that we're at right here tonight. <laughs> nice. So, Todd, you're down there at the Oktoberfest grounds right now for Craft Brewery Night. Just talk about what, what what's going on down there. Oh, it's busy. There's a lot of great people. Uh, I love doing events like this. It's all local craft, and uh, a lot of local people come out, like to try your products and talk about it and visit your tap rooms, and it's good community, man. I mean, it really is. I, I love I wish we could do this every day, really. Now, you didn't plan ahead because when I was down there earlier, it was just you and your wife, you know, like working the the booth. You didn't have any extra help. So are you going to be able to sneak out and grab some, you know, free beer from everyone else? Yes, actually, I've done that. Obviously, we are, there's a row of the four local craft breweries here, 608 Pearl Street, Turtle Stack, and us are all right in a row. So, I, you know, I hit them up right away, but I sneak across the, the road, so to speak, to some of the other local craft. Uh, we were over at Sand Creek. They got like a 12% Belgian triple that was pretty delicious. So we get around a little bit, but then, you you know, it's getting busy enough where I have to stay a, a little closer to home once in a while, too. Uh, now, you, you were complaining that you can't keep up with the amount of beer that people want from, from like, Skeleton Crew Brew in terms of a business. Like, you're having trouble keeping up, huh? 
Yes. Uh, I mean, I love this area. Wisconsin is all about all about the beer and the craft, and, uh, and it's great. You know, as everybody always says, it's a good problem to have. To me, it's a challenge to try and stay on top of the production to keep up with the demand. Uh, we're pretty limited. It's very nano. We only have a two-barrel system, uh, so we run out fairly quickly. But, you know, at some point, that'll help us grow to the point where we can we can get an upgrade, maybe get into – you know, something a little closer to a seven barrel and not, not struggle as much keeping up. But I love the demand. I love the people. Uh, it's just great all the way around. Now, you guys, what do you guys got on tap tonight down there at the Oktoberfest grounds? We have, uh, it's called Me Hardy's. Uh, it's all pirate themed breweries. So it's Me Hardy's Mango Milkshake. It's a New England double IPA. It comes in about seven six. Of course, I had somebody jump in and say, well, why are you bringing such a big beer to a fest? You know, that already. You know, there's so much available. I'm like, but we're showcasing some of our some of our top beers. I have a summer beer called uh, Run a Rig. It's a raspberry wheat beer. It's a little closer to five two, a little more sessionable. And then uh, we have our oatmeal stout back on tap, which is we're getting back into stout and porter season. So we we put a dark beer back on tap. No pumpkin spice beer. <laughs> well, I have one. It's called. Uh, it's actually called Powder Monkey. That comes out Wednesday. The timing of our production. Made it so I I can't I can't get that I didn't want to take it out of production early just to be at the fest because that doesn't make sense as a brewer to pull something early. Um, but it's a big red ale. It's like seven six. It's dry hop, kind of like an IPA. Um, has some oak in it, so it's a little spicy. But it unfortunately it, it wasn't ready, and it it will be out on Wednesday. And a honey nut brown ale that'll be out Wednesday or Wednesday and Thursday next week. Now, how long is the uh, the craft brewery night go on down there? As uh, far as I know, the general public is in now until eight thirty. Okay, you gonna you gonna have enough beer till then? Oh God, I hope I hope so. <laughs> but if they drink us out of it, that's not a bad thing either. So it's all yeah. good. And if they do drink you out of it, like you, where can we go get your skeleton crew brew? We are at five seventy Theater Road. We're across from Doll Ford, uh, right next to Sue Kobe's Hair Design Academy. Behind Hot Springs, we're a little hidden when you drive by on Theater Road. A lot of people miss us and come back, uh, but it's worth stop, turn around, and coming back. We have a landscape courtyard. Uh, we'll do live music like last Friday with food trucks. We have another one coming up with the local band called Tug on October 11th, and Fathead Steve's will be there, and they're at this event tonight. So you, know, you I mean, we're all about local. So. Let's support all the way around. Everything local is good. Now, you guys had a car show in the summer. That went pretty well. When are you going to put a sand volleyball court in your parking lot so we can just play volleyball? <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that because obviously you know as well as I do that Jennifer and I, my wife, love playing volleyball. So, you know, I, we could go all beach and we'll just put a dome over the courtyard. And in the wintertime, we could probably do volleyball. There's enough there's enough ceiling space there to, to make it happen. Yeah. So, yeah, we should do that. Bring in some sand. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Thanks, Hey, Todd, thanks for a lot for calling, and uh, have fun down there. All right. I appreciate you chatting, and have yourself a good night. All right. See ya. That's Todd Wiedenhoff with Lost Island Wine and Skeleton Crew Brew, part of the craft brew night down at the Oktoberfest grounds. Like he said, they're down there until 830. If you guys want to go down there and sample some free beer, if I could get down there, I probably maybe I'll sneak down there again. Uh, we're going to go back to the phones. Jim, Jim, I made you wait. Sorry, I made you wait because Todd had called in. He, I wanted to get him in uh, before the end of the show, and and just I know he's busy down there. So thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Yeah, that's no problem. I got a history lesson. In fact, I gave up drinking 18 years ago, Rick, and now I'm thirsty. Damn, that <laughs> made me thirsty. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's that's okay. Um, I just wanted to compliment you, Rick, on on the shows you've been having lately. You know, the guests you've been having and and different things. You've you, you've mixed it up. And and tonight's guest, for for I, I'm not wasn't a fan of the governor, but I'm starting to be. I thought that was awful nice of him to call your show. I thought that was awful nice of him to be the first governor in how many years to come to the Oktoberfest. Yeah, since the um, 60s. Yep, ain't that something? I mean, that's... that's According to, according to Brad Williams. One of the Williams. biggest events in the state. You know? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> according to Brad Williams, he's been he's the first governor to come to La Crosse Oktoberfest since the 60s, so... That, then Brad's right. Um, <laughs> but I thought that was awful nice. And Doug Apple, he, he having been a principal at, at the old, my old alma mater, Logan, um, that was great of him to call in. And I think that's great that they hired within for a police chief. We've got such quality police officers in this town. I don't know why they didn't do it before. Um, I, I wish Rob could have been in the running, but, uh, you know, he pulled off for various reasons. But, you know, we got a, a good guy in there and the other two guys standing in line in case you know, something happens. Um, but, you know, we're very fortunate. And, and I just, I just got to say, you, you're, you're doing a great job. Um, um, like, you know, we went through a couple weeks ago. If somebody doesn't like some, your topic, hey, all they have to do is turn the station or turn it off. Tune in until you know, later when you got something they enjoy, because you have been really good lately. Um, I really like a lot of your guests. And you keep up the good work, you know, even when you talk sports. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> against sports, Rick. I love sports, but I just, you know, there's a time and place for it. And by the way, I just got to say this. I hope the Packers go 4-0 tonight. My daughter, it's her birthday today. She turned 40, and she's at the game. So I hope they go 4-0 for her. Awesome. Thanks a lot for the call, Jim. Yep. Take care. Uh, yep. Bye-bye. Bye. 608-785-7914. Brad is in here again. Brad, you wanna, what, what do you got for us? The thing about me is that I, I can't prove that it's been the 60s. I'm just saying I can vouch for... Governor Knowles being at one of the Oktoberfests in the 60s at the tapping of the Golden Keg. I'm, I would think there has to have been a governor. I, it just, I, it doesn't register to me now. We're going to have yeah. to do some research. We're going to have to talk to some of the, the, the Grenadiers and see who they remember coming. So, yes, but as, so. as a blowhard radio news talk show host, I'm just going to put it all on you, not on me. Brad Williams said that well, you're he can't doing a recall. Good job as a blowhard, <laughs> he can't recall that he's ever heard of a governor being at Lacrosse Oktoberfest since the '60s. I can and tell you're you, just a party animal that's at every Oktoberfest. I can tell you a lot of people who have been at Oktoberfest. Bob Dole has been there, and Herb Cole. Yep. People, other people whose names rhyme, and <laughs> <laughs> who's the what's the when you think of all the Oktoberfest, is well, there is Bob there Dole the may biggest be name? one of the biggest names that they've ever had at the parade, the Maple Leaf Parade. Oh, but, really? Okay, yeah, and and that was an election year. Who's he Bob was, Dole? Who, who's Bob Dole? <laughs> he was campaign. It was the year that uh, uh, the first President Bush was elected, and he was helping to to campaign for him. Okay, so, um, have you ever talked to Sean Kudron before? Yes. Yes, I know Sean Kudra. Okay, so. In what regard? How, how I have uh, you know covered police, and he's been there for a long time, and it's a good choice. Okay, thanks, Brad. Brad Williams, he's he's getting uh, mad at me for saying that he we can't recall <laughs> that I'm blowharding that we. I even told Governor Evers that Brad, uh, which he liked very much. Brad's gonna look into that, and he probably will come up with a mayor that's been. Two lacrosse since 1960s at the Oktoberfest. Two lacrosse for Oktoberfest, but we, as we all know, Brad has one of those memories that 
I can't explain it. We call him the human Google, but sometimes I ask Brad a question and he's like, I don't know the answer to that. And I'm like, wait a minute, Brad, aren't you the human Google? Aren't you supposed to know this? I actually, I have never asked him about what's happened on my birthday because I feel like he gets that question all the time. So instead of doing that, I ask him other random, very hard questions that are very detailed. And uh, then he gets mad at me because he thinks I'm, he's supposed to know, uh, because I think he's supposed to know the answer. All right, that's going to do it for the show today. Check out wisdomnews.com for the update on Sean Kudron being named lacrosse police chief. Check out the video on Facebook page of Mayor, Mayor Governor Tony Evers declaring today Craft Brewery Day, Wisconsin Craft Brewery Day. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Good night.